Good morning. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Nadarim Daf Yud Tes, and we're starting uh, at the opening of the Gemara on the bottom of Yud Ches Beis, seven lines from the bottom. We had just learned a din in our Mishnah, in the previous Mishnah right here on the top of this page, that Stam Nadarim Lahachmir, that if you make a neder, and there's two possible ways to interpret that neder, um, and we, we therefore look at it l'chumra. But the Gemara opens with a question on that. How can you stay, say stam nadarim l'hachmir? After all, v'hatznan, we have a Mishnah. Safek nazirus l'hakil. And nazirus is a form of a nether. So which one is it? Amar abzeir lokasha, don't worry. Harabi Eliezer, harabonim. Where do we see that there's a machlokas Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi uh, and the Rabbanon in regards to a case of Suffolk, that is found in the following case, Hamaktish A person who says, I, I hereby am maktish, my chayos and my behemos. In the process of saying that broad concept, what else did he do? He also sanctified an animal, which is called a koi. We've learned about this in Shasa many times. A koi is an animal that's a Suffolk chaya, Suffolk behema. So we see that the Tanakama holds that in a case of Suffolk, that you're makdish, that animal. So therefore, that would apply back to our Mishnah, that our Mishnah must be like the sheet of the Rabbanon, because in our Mishnah, Stam Nadarim Lahachmir aligns with this sheet of Hamakdish Chayasu Vehemto Hikdish Esakoi. Masha'en Ken Rabbi Eliezer Omer Lo Hikdish Esakoi, that that animal will not be considered Mukdash because it's a suffix. When there's a suffix, we don't elevate its status. And says the Gemara to articulate the comparison between the Rabbanon and Rabbi Eliezer back to our Mishnah, Manda Amar. According to the one who holds mamono that his animal or his money, literally, but his animal will be considered mukdash in regards to a case of suffix, his body also, namely his naziru status of his own body, that will also become uh, a nazir proper in a case of suffix. However, according to Rabbi Eliezer, who says that the animal will not become a koi, his money will not become elevated in the case of suffix, so then he would hold gufe, his body in regards to the commitment of Nazirus, is kol shekein delo all the more so. So this is the Gemara's comparison and answer to our question. It compares the machlokes about a suffix, uh, about a koi, which is a suffix, chaya suffix behema, back to our Mishnah, in regards to whether or not we hold of Stam Nazirus Lahachmer or not. And our Mishnah must be like the Shita of the Rabbanim. And we're on the very top line of Yud Aleph, and the Gemara says, wait one second. Omer Kimta, how did you just establish the Mishnah that in a case of Lasafik Nazirus Lahakel, remember our Mishnah was Lahachmer like the Rabbanim, but that also means that Rabbi Eliezer, based on the Mishnah of Koi from the bottom of Yud Chesam Amud Beis, that that was a case of L'safek Nishlachil, and that's Karabi Eliezer. But that's not so simple, because Ema Seifa, at the end of that Mishnah, that we're not our Mishnah, but the Mishnah that we quoted over there by the Koi, we said, in a case of Safek Bechoros, let's say that a woman and or an animal has twins, boy and girl, but we weren't there to see which animal was born first. We don't know or which child was born first. If the boy is born first, he has a din of a Bechor. If the girl is born first, there is no din of a bechor. So says the Gemara, in a case of suffix bechoros, echad bechore adam echad bechore behema. Either way, whether or not we're talking about people, which has a din of bechor as it relates to nachala, or if we're talking about animals, which has uh, which has its own status of bechor because that's to be brought, brought as a korban. And also, bein tmeya, bein tahora. Either way, hamotzi mechavero olav haraya. The kohen, who would be the one to collect the, 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 bechor, um, the bechor items here, 
It's on him to bring the burden. Now that's not yet our nakuda. Here the Gemara then says, "Vetani Allah ve'asurim begiza be'avoda." These animals. Well, at least of course we're talking about animals in this case. If there is an animal that's a suffix bechor, we don't know if the boy was born first or the girl. Can you shear the wool? So if it's a bechor, you're not allowed to do giza. But suffix bechor, what do we do? We see from this Mishnah, we see from this Mishnah that in a case of Safek Bechor, it's usher to do the Giza, it's usher to shear the animal and to work the animal. And therefore, we see that we have a Safek in this case, Lehachmir. And that's, that means that the Mishnah has bifurcated itself because in the ratio we said it was Rabbi Eliezer, who was Safek, Safek Nazirus Lehakel. And over here we see that it's Safek Bechoros Lehachmir. So be consistent. Which one is it? Says the Gemara, Omar Lehi, what kind of ridiculous comparison is this? Why is it that you're comparing something where the Kedusha is automatic, namely the Bechor, to a case of the Kedusha Habbabide Adam, to Nazirus, which is only brought about by my being Makabal and Eder? You're comparing apples and oranges. The Seifa of the Brisa, which is talking about Bechor, has no relevance to the Resha. I understand they're both Sveikos, but there's a lot of things that are Sveikos that you don't compare to one another. And here, these two Sveikos are incomparable. The status of a Bechor has absolutely nothing to do with anything other than the birthing order of children. The child is the oldest child. He's born a boy. No miscarriages, Rechem, that child is a Bechor. No, no one's making any Kabbalahs. No one's making any Nadarm. How can you compare that to the world of Nazirus, where the only way that Nazirus comes about is by a person making a nether? So the Gemara, therefore, uh, rejects our understanding of the Gemara so far. El Ikasha, third of the way down, quarter of the way down. El Ikasha, Hakasha. If you're going to ask a question, you should have asked this question. We have a din, suffix mashkin li tame tame. If you have mashkin liquids, that there's a suffix if they became tame, we assume that they're tame. However, li tame acherim tahor, divrei reb meir. Reb meir is of the opinion that if you have a liquid and there's a suffix as to whether or not that liquid became tame, let's say it's this liquid in the cup, suffix about the liquid itself or machmir. What about this liquid having transferred its tumma to something else but suffix? No, we stop. We stop. We say that suffix is too far. And here's the evidence which is really problematic. Rabbi Eliezer agreed. It says Rabbi Eliezer, but the previous Tana that we were comparing to is Rabbi Eliezer. It's Lechor, uh, the Gemara is assuming they're the same person. And that's our question. Says the Gemara, oh, maybe not actually, maybe it's a different Shiloh. Okay, says the Gemara, How can you say that he holds that there's any Tame in that in that Tuma status, even of the liquid itself? The Brysa writes, Rebbe Lazar Omer, Ein Tuma Lamashkin Kol Iker. That initial liquid that you have a suffix about, there's no Tuma Kol Iker at all. In this case, when we say, say Kol Iker, what we mean is that there's no Tuma Midel Raisa. That's what it means, that there's no uh, Tuma Midel Raisa. And Teda, you should, here's a proof. Shaharei, Heid Rebiosi Ben Yoezer Ish Tzereda Al Ayel Kamsa. He said he gave testimony about a kamsa, which is a grasshopper that was referred to as an isle. And he said, Dachan, that it's tahor. And he says as well that the liquids in the Beit Mit which was basically the kitchen area of the Beit Mikdash, that all of those liquids were tahor. So how can you say? We're going to see a qualification that might be what you're saying, but right now, uh, on its face, the problem is that Rav Meir says that there's a suffix of the liquid itself, it's going to be tummy. 
But Yossi uh, Ben-Yuezer Ish Tzreda says that there's no Tuma whatsoever. And those two sources don't match with one another. Those two sources don't match. Correct. So you're already you're already moving toward an explanation. The Gemara says right now, third of the way down, halfway down. Hanicha Shmuel, I could understand uh, looking through the lens of Shmuel at this Mishnah. I could understand. Shmuel says, no, no, don't worry. There is some still some tuma in that initial look, but again, it might be that Shmuel saying that is derabanam. Elo the Rab, Amar Dachan Mamish. But according to Rab, that says that that liquid is Mamish Tahor, and there's no tuma whatsoever. Michael and Maymar, there's no way you could possibly understand the Shita Rebbe Lazar the right way. And therefore, the Gemara presents its second and what we will soon see to be as the accepted answer of our Mishnah. Remember what our Mishnah had trouble with? Our Mishnah has trouble with Stam Nadarim Lahachmir, which is the top line of Yud Chesimid Beis, and the first line of the Gemara, which is Stam Nadarim Lahachmir. That seems like a stira. Says the Gemara, two thirds of the way down, on Yud Chesimid Aleph, Ela. And let's see how this works out. A person throws out a flippant neder nazirus. He looks at this pile and says, if there's a hundred kur in that pile, which is units of measure, if there's a hundred kur in there, uh, I'm going to be a nazir. And he went there. They looked on the nest camera and they saw that someone walked away with a massive amount of uh, of food. But we don't know what the initial amount was. We can only measure what we have. So maybe it was, we really don't know. It's a pure suffix. What, were there mea kri? Were there, uh, what was the measure? That was there, yeah, it was a mea kur. It says the Gemara, were there mea kur in that kri? So suffix, here's our machlokas. Rabbi Yehuda says matir. He says that's not considered nazirus. Safek Nizirus Lahakil, like our the beginning of our Gemara. Rib Shimon Oser, Rib Shimon says, No, we have a Safek in regards to the Doraisa status of your Nedar of Nizirus. That's our Mishnah on the top of your Chesamid Beis, Stam Nadarim Lahachmir. Very, very, very clean Machlokas. It's really not a, I mean, it's, it's Machlokas, it's not a Stira. We just have different Shitas. So our Mishnah was clearly authored by the Shita of Rib Shimon, who's Oser. That's why our Mishnah says, Stam Nadarim Lahachmir. And the Gemara's opening question was really a flawed question. It's not a stira to our Mishnah. You just don't know what you're talking about. And really, that's the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. And that really does end this part of the question of the Gemara. So we've asked and answered one question of the Gemara. And now the Gemara, within the answer that we just gave, has a problem. We have a stira from Rabbi Yehuda onto Rabbi Yehuda. What did Rabbi Yehuda just teach us? Safek Nizirus Lahakel. We weren't sure if there were a hundred Kree, a hundred core in the Kree when he made his commitment because now it's been stolen. We don't know what the initial numbers were. And he said, don't worry, Matir, he was Mekil. However, at the same time, would we in fact say that when a person themselves is in Suffolk, that they wouldn't put themselves into the more Mahmer category? We saw this in our Mishnah. We saw this in our Mishnah that we learned on Shabbos. When we talk about Truma in Yehuda, you're right, we're probably talking about Truma Salishka, a language familiar to them like we saw in our Mishnah. And therefore, if you say Truma Stam, remember what our Mishnah was talking about, if you're loose with your words, so then we're going to be Machmer, we're going to say the nether's going to work because you're likely talking about Truma Salishka. However, muteres, why in the Galil, if you said the word Harei Truma, would your nether not count? Because Because they've never heard of Truma Salishka. Says the Gemara, makes a deal. 
Taima de Ein Makirin. The only reason why it's true that they were not going to be, uh, why they were not going to be considered uh, a neder in that case was because they weren't familiar. But Hamakirin, had it been that they knew downtown and that in that other city what was going on, they knew about Shumas Alishka, Hamakir Nasurim. So that means that really, Stam Nadarim Lachmir, against Rabbi Hud himself. We just said Rabbi Hud is the answer to our Gemara. Our Gemara started with Stam Naziris Lachil. Stam Naziris Lachil must be Rabbi Hud, our Mishnah is not Rabbi Hud, it's Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Hud, you're Lachil. Over here we see that you're Lachmir, based on the deal from our Mishnah. On my Rava, hold on one second. Beautiful, beautiful subtleties in the Gemara here. Omar Rava, top line of your Testament base. Omar Rava, Gabe Kri, in regards to the case of the Kri, the man walks over and says, if there's a hundred Kur in this Kri, hereby I'm a Nazir. Kosovar, when you have a case of Suffolk, that because it's a Suffolk is therefore more stringent than had you actually been a Nazir, when the Suffolk is worse than the Vadai, then we're not going to say it's a Suffolk. How does this pan out? Says the Gemara, when a person is definitely a Nazir, he shaves, gets a haircut, and then he brings Korbanos. But Al Sveiko, he's not allowed to do that, nor can he bring the Korbanos. Remember, it's Havas Chulin Lazara. If you're not a Nazir, you can't bring Korbanos. If you're a Suffolk Nazir, the Suffolk of Nazirus is more Machmir than the Vada of Nazirus, because you can't even bring Korbanos. So, therefore, that's why the Gemara says that, no, it's not a steer within Ravuna. Ravuna had to be Mekel in regards to a case of Suffolk Nazir. But he can be, he's allowed. He, he, I'm sorry, he can be Machmir in a case of Suffolk Nazir. So, it's not a steer at all. Omar the Ravuna bar Yehuda, the Rava. Omar Hareni Nazir Mai. Your argument is not a good argument because I can come up with a scenario where you can never shave. What is that? That's a case where it's Hareni Nazir Olam. Nazir Olam, he never gets to shave. Omar Le, Nazir Olam Nami Sveiko Chamar Mibadai. Still in the case of Nazir Olam, the suffix is still worse than the vadai. Why? The ilu vadai, in regards to the case of a, a person who's a vadai nazir laolam, hich bitsaro mekil bitsaru, maybe shalosh behemos. Even in a case where a person is a nazir laolam, if his hair gets to be so burdensome, he's allowed to trim the hair and then he just brings three korbanas and continues his nazirs. There is an out. But if you're a suffix, you're not allowed to do that, only if you're a vadai. So that's what the Gemara says. But he's not allowed. So the Gemara, fine. Let me pivot one more time for you. What about Nazir Shimshon, which is no haircut forever, even if even if your hair gets very long, says the Gemara, just not, you're right. You're right, but that's not what we were talking about. We were either talking about a case of Stam Nazirus or Nazir Olam, but not Nazir Shimshon. Says the Gemara, Omar Leva, Omar Ravada Bar Ava Tanya Nazir Shimshon. Wait one second, we have a Brysa that says explicitly we're talking about Nazir Shimshon. Omar Le, Tanya Tanya. If you have a Shita that has a Brysa like that, congratulations. That's not how I learned. It's not, uh, that's not what's going on here. So there's a seemingly a subtle machlokas, maybe, maybe, there's two ways to understand this Gemara, but maybe there's a machlokas in regards to whether or not we're including a case of Nazir Shimshon. All of that was answer number one in regards to Reb, Reb Yehuda's uh, stira, the kasha of Reb Yehuda, Ad Reb Yehuda. And here's the second one. We'll be going to the last word on the page, last line. That's where we'll be stopping for today. And the Gemara gives our second answer. Rav Yomar, Hahi Reb Yehuda, Mishum Reb One of the shitas that we saw Reb Yehuda isn't really Reb Yehuda's shita. It's just Reb Yehuda quoting Reb Tarfon. What's the case? Titania, halfway down. Reb Yehuda Omer, 
Mishum Rabbi Huda, excuse me, Rabbi Huda Mishum Rabbi Tarfon Omer, Ein Echad Mehen Nazir, What was going on in this case? So let's say you and I were sitting on the porch together. We look out at people walking in our direction, and I say, if that guy is a Nazir, then I'm a Nazir. And you say, if that guy isn't a Nazir, then I'm a Nazir. Right? It's very loose. Like there's no, it's it, they're like if equations instead of definite equations. <laughs> and we saw this idea. When a person is accepting upon themselves Nazirus, it has to be Behafla. What was our case? If there are a hundred core in the Kri, stop. That's not Hafla. That's not clear. That's not articulate. That's not happening. That's not, no, that's not Nazirus. So that's why we said that. Says Gemara, if it's true that it's Rabbi Tarfon, and really there's just no Hafla, my Yashinigna why did you create the case of the core might have had some food removed from it? Who cares? Even if no food was removed from it, if you walk over to the Kree and say, if there's 100 Kree in there, then I'm going to be an Uzzer. And if there's 99, then I won't be. That's not Hafla either. That's the same thing as the case of Rabbi Tarfon. If Chaim is an Uzzer, then I'm an Uzzer. If uh, Shmuel is not an Uzzer, then I'm not an Uzzer. Says the Gemara, then why, why the case? Says the Gemara, I can answer that. I can tell you exactly why we spoke about the case of Nigna Boneva. And the Gemara responds two-thirds of the way down. We're being uh, overly detailed in our case and saying that maybe even some might have been lost or stolen in order to elevate and explain the sheet of Rib Shimon. Even though in the case of the creed, he says in that creed, there, if there's a hundred core, I may be a nazir. Kasava, Rib Shimon still holds, and this is completely mechudash. Me'ayel inish nashi that's incredible. Same, same. It's not the case he was talking. He's talking about our case. Correct, correct. That's what. That's what it seems. I mean, unless you can distinguish between the cases, the case that's for sure is the case of a hundred core. So how does he answer hafla? He that that's a question too. He needs to, maybe that is hafla for him. He has to he has to, he has to factor in hafla. But he says that the reason why our case spoke about nigna bonevad wasn't because of Rabbi Huda, because Rabbi Huda doesn't care if it's nigna bonevad because it's not it's not enough hafla. But Rabbi Shimon says, oh, no, I, whatever his answer is by a flood, doesn't matter over here. I'm saying that even Nignav that's a chiddush, because I'm going to tell you that Afal Pekin, you're still considered a Nazir. Last little sugya for the day. Perfect timing. Rabbi Huda Omer, Stam Truma Bi Yehuda. We had said in our mission of the case of Stam Truma. So let's be uh, let's make some inferences. We said Stam Truma Bi Yehuda's Aser, because in Yehuda, where the base of was, people were used to talking about the money of the Truma, Salishka. So what was the word association of Truma? Truma's Truma Salishka, word associations, that's Dabar Hanadur. And therefore, if they say Harealai Truma, Stam, we assume they're talking about the Lishka, which is Dabar Hanadur, and then their nether is binding. Hamakirin, but in the Galil, where that wasn't the language, we said that their Stam didn't mean that and it wasn't binding. But Hamakirin, if in the Galil they did know that Truma was an association to Truma Salishka, then it would have been my Asurin. Alma, what can we infer from this part of our Mishnah? Sveka Lechumra. That when a person is stam, even in the Galil, where Truma doesn't always mean Truma Salishka, but only sometimes does. But still, if they did know about it, and we're Suffolk, we don't know what your intentions were, we're Machmir, Asurin. But Ema Seifa, that inference of that line doesn't work with the final line of the Mishnah. What was the case of the Seifa? We said, Stam Charamim bi Yehuda Mutarin. In Yehuda, Charamim were assumed to be that of Kohanim. And because in Yehuda, we knew that Charamim went to Kohanim, therefore, that's Davar Ha'asur, not Davar Ha'nadur, and therefore it's not binding, therefore Mutarin. 
And then we said in our mission of the Galil Asurin, in the Galil, where they had Haramim for things other than Kohanim, they had they had consecrations to the Besimekdash for other things as well. In that case, says the Gemara, it was Asurin. Why? Because they're not thinking the same way. They're not used to consecrations to Kohanim because they don't live in the Besimekdash neighborhood. They live in a different area. They live in the Galil. What's the inference from here? But had they known, had it been that in the Galil, they knew that really Haramim, that consecrations could also be made to Kohanim, which is a Davar HaAsr, not a Davar HaNadr, then Mutarim. Then their Safek would not have been abiding there. Their Alma, what do we see from here? Sveka So we have, within the end of our Mishnah, a very gentle uh, machlokas, uh, contradiction, internal contradiction with the inferences of each line. So if you look back at our Mishnah that we learned on Shabbos, at the end of the Mishnah, on Yud Chesamid Beis, and the last five lines there, we saw this sheet of Rebbe Huda. Stam, Truma, Behuda, Surah, Begal, Why? Because they don't recognize it. So those two lines don't fit. One of them, they, they look like they're both Rebbe Huda. Rebbe Huda, Omer, Stam, Truma, this, and Stam, Truma, that. And then he says, but by Charamim, it's different. Charam, Behuda, Mutarim. But the problem is that those two lines, the suffix in regards to the, to the case of Truma, and the suffix in regards to the case of Haramim, their inferences are opposite. So the Gemara responds four lines from the bottom of Yud Testament Basin. We'll close with this answer. Amar Abaye, Seifa, the very last line of our Mishnah wasn't Rebbe Yehuda. It does say Rebbe Yehuda Omer. But Rebbe Yehuda Omer was only talking about the case of Suffolk in regards to Harealai Truma. There we say it's like him. But in the case of Harealai Haramim, that wasn't Rebbe Yehuda. That was Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Sadoki, Ditanya. Rebbe Yehuda Omer, Stam Truma Behuda Asura. And here's the distinction. Rebbe, Eli, Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Sadok, Omer, Stam Haram, Begal Asura. It has to be that way. Because the inferences of each line are opposite. Rebbe Yehuda's inference would be Lechumra. And Rebbe Yossi, Rebbe Yoezer's would be Lekula. And is that right? Did I get that backwards? Yeah, that's correct. And therefore, we have to say that really our Mishnah is either missing language or it was assumed that that last a couple of lines of the Mishnah in Yudchesim and Beis, where it says the case of Charamim, and the case says, Stam uh, Charamim, it's three lines before the end of the Mishnah, two lines. Stam Charamim, Behud, and that line is not Rebbe Yehuda. There we need to really, again, I don't know if we actually add it, but it should say, Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Sadiq, Omer, that's what we're talking about. It has to be that way, because the inferences otherwise don't align. Correct. But we wouldn't have, the art scroll did that. I mean, I didn't see that until you said it, but art scroll did that foreshadowing what we are, we're going to see. Correct. Correct, but when, but really, it sh the Kasal Kadaitach should have been that they were the same author because yeah, there was work. zero distinction. Yeah, workflow. workflow. I don't know if I were writing the art school, I wouldn't have done that because like you, you yeah, you're you're cheating. You're, you're, you're cheating. You're, 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 cheating. you're, 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 you're giving the answer. You're you're showing your cards. But the word says that's how we That's right. Yeah, yeah Mafarish. Yeah. In our Mishnah. Oh. No, sometimes he'll say that sometimes he'll say we'll explain in the Gemara what this means, you know, but it depends. All right. Again, we're not in person Monday. We're not in person Tuesday. We're back in person Wednesday, and I'll post recordings for tomorrow's year and for Tuesday's year. Wishing you all a beautiful couple of days.